everyone. Welcome to our podcast. I'm George Gill here with Gustavo again. Hello, hello. So let's talk a little bit about, we talked before about how different the market is now versus the last time that we were on. In particular, how competitive it is, different mindsets on both the buyer and the seller side. And so we touched up on the difficulties and challenges that we're experiencing from an agent perspective and how our jobs have more somewhat changed since the pandemic started. So now I thought we could touch up on the consumer perspective and particularly for buyers that may be on the fence about buying right now because of what they what they're hearing happen in the market in terms of how chaotic it is and I how like competitive it is. I think used to it at this point, to be honest. It's just the norm at this point. It probably is. And I think that, you know, I think at least in the last year, I, I've seen people that are interested in actually buying. And for what, for one reason or another, they haven't really jumped right into it. Right. And then by the time they actually are ready, they get a little bit discouraged because now a few months have gone by and the situation has even has 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 become even even more competitive and even more challenging. And so I think that from a buyer's perspective, not knowing whether now is the right time or or what some of the pros and cons are of buying right now, or even from a seller's perspective, they might they might be feeling uh, as though they're on the fence too because they don't know what the ideal time is for them. So so last last time we spoke about our our perspective as agents. So now why don't we talk a little bit about the perspective from a consumer standpoint sure. and maybe offer some advice or suggestions as to uh, those who are on the fence. So I feel like what's happening right now is we have the clash of the mindsets, right? Before when this whole thing first started, it was all about the buyers having to make uh, a lot of adjustments and a lot of uh, a lot of changes to the way they were thinking. Uh, and then last week or, or whenever that airs, I'm sorry, we recorded about how the <laughs> sellers are now the ones that need to kind of like... Uh, Kind of like get on check. I, we have to we have to check them in a sense sometimes because they want to. They think that because it's a seller's market, they can do whatever they want, and it's starting to like not be like that anymore. So now we have both things kind of like trying to like find some kind of balance, both mindsets, and I feel like that's what we're struggling with right now. We have sellers that want to overprice property. We have buyers that are too afraid to jump in. So I think that that might cause a little bit of a of a bump, I guess, or a little bit of a slowdown. But other than that, I, I honestly, um, what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> they no you you i think that you're right and and you, you you touched up on there being a little bit of a slowdown i think that it, in that's going to be inevitable i think in particular because of the expected increase of supply that we're right. going to see next year based on what you know economists and and, and recent studies have shown that there are there's a an increase month over month this year of the number of, of of homes on the market, and so if that trend continues, we should be able to see which is expected to right? a right. We should be able to see a larger number of homes on the market going into 2022. And what you just mentioned, I think, will also help balance out right. the discrepancy that's existed between the demand and the amount of inventory. And so, so yes, I do think that there will be somewhat of a cool down, but I also think that that's very relative because even with the increase supply, we still are at a historic shortage in inventory. Yes. And 
And even with any balancing that might come from that, we still are expected to see a significant, significant demand, in particular because of the number of millennials that are going to be entering the market or are in the process of entering the market. As long as interest rates stay uh, relatively low, there is still going to be a very strong demand for 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 new homes and for first-time home buyers entering the market. And so, as long as there is a demand, regardless of what else happens, I do think that we can expect uh, a continuation of what we've seen in the last twelve to eighteen months. So, what I do think was going to happen, though, is that we will see that cool down, which means not every. Not every offer is going to be over asking. Not every property is going to come with right. multiple offers, uh, and 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 there might be a little bit of a reprieve for buyers. And so, for that reason, is why I thought maybe we could kind of touch up on that to see. Okay, if someone's listening right now and saying, "I'm on, I really want to buy right now, but I don't know what the climate is. I don't know if it's the right time to buy." And so, I thought maybe that's something that you could have you could offer some two cents on. So, it, it, there, I mean, there's a lot of ways to answer that question, right? I, I mean, there's, it all depends on multiple things. First of all, renting may not be an option for everyone, right? In the sense that, yes, prices are up. Yes, rates are low. Yes, there's low inventory. But it's also true that rents have gone up. So you have to think about you have to think about the opportunity cost of what does it actually mean to to sign another lease for another year or two in terms of what are you giving up in order to do so right uh, in the next couple of years rates should be like going back up uh, it's a, it's a known fact that if you purchase right now even a slightly higher price with a lower rate you actually that loan actually ends up costing you a lot less than if you wait until the price drop and the rates increase a lot of people don't see it that way a lot of people don't don't even know that but but it is something that we've been we've been putting out there uh, but also uh, there's you know real estate comes in cycles right obviously this whole cycle has been a little bit different due to covid and and everything that's happening but real estate does come in cycles if you're looking for a property and you're unsure as to where you're going to be in the next 2 or 3 or 4 years it, it might make sense for you to rent regardless of what, what I just said before about the opportunity cost, right? Because the last thing we want is for our clients to purchase a property right now because we're telling them that it makes sense still without knowing that in three to four years, they're going to want to sell their property and we don't know what kind of cycle, what part of the cycle we're going to be in. We don't, my fear about this whole thing is getting phone calls in two or three years about prop, people wanting to sell and then being underwater, you know, because we don't know how long it's going to last. I don't, prices are not going to, they're not going to crash overnight. Uh, we, we, are aware of that based on, on based on different research that we read and stuff like that, but we don't know how long it's going to actually last. And I think another thing also is, is what that's important for us to keep in mind and for anyone, you know, in the market or thinking about getting into the market is that, as you just said, all these situations are very subjective. I mean, there's mm -hmm. no right or wrong answer. There's right. no black and white answer to this. It's okay and, to rent. I wanted to put that out there. Right. And, <laughs> and so to that point, there are sellers right now that need to sell and because of how competitive it is and because of how challenging it is to actually find a new home because of the shortage of inventory, because of the number of, of people that are in the market to buy, they'll rent for a year. They'll rent for a year. Sure. At least they've now secured their equity gains in the property and they go and rent something that's comparable to what they were paying before. And so they're not necessarily out more money. Obviously, the, the payment is not going yeah, towards anything right, now, right, right. but but- but they've actually secured their equity and they're sitting on it for several months until they find their, their, their right home or until the timing is right for them. That doesn't work for everyone. And we wouldn't necessarily encourage people, yeah, list your house and rent. That's not, that's not a one size fits all solution. And on the flip side, if you're a buyer, I've, I've been, I've been telling people this, that 
if you don't need to buy right now, then, or I should say, if you are a we'll, seller, we'll, we'll take a few minutes were, until he can get his thoughts in order. <laughs> yeah, <please>. no, <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts running through my mind, and so I'm kind of they're all meshing together. But I was going to say that if if you are a seller and you wanted to and you were considering selling your property. It depends on what the reasoning is for that, because if you're only selling your property just to cash out and you have no need to move or you have no desire to upgrade, there's no family changes, there's no change in occupation, you're not running out of size or anything, then it might not be the best decision for you to sell and get into the the hysteria that is the market right now, because then you're going to have to contend with what we just talked about. Maybe you're not going to find a place to go in time. Maybe you're going to have to rent for a year. Maybe you're going to have to, you know, up up uh, uproot your family in, in the middle of an academic year you, or whatnot. And, and that might not be practical. And you're taking a risk because you don't know what it's going to be like next Sh- year. Sure. But on the on the flip side, if you actually are in the market to buy because you just you your 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 family is growing or because you just got a new job or because you're relocating, then I would not let the current market conditions discourage you because it still is a good time to buy. You're going to have more challenges, unfortunately, but there still are ways around it. So I think that that is something important to highlight in terms of what the challenges are and and how subjective this is. It, It may not be a good time for everyone, but for the people that are in the market, it's not necessarily something to 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 scare them away from actually making the 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 moves that they should be making in order to buy or sell right all right so closing thoughts then because i think we're, we're out of time already what honestly, are closing just, thoughts <laughs> I, honestly i don't even know what the topic was but <laughs> at the end of the day there there's no one size fits all answer right. uh it, it, everybody everyone's different what I guess what I what I would say is just sit down, think about it, talk to someone, talk to people that actually know what they're doing. Uh, don't call us. Um, <laughs> that was a joke. I just want to make that clear. I'm gonna look at the cameras and just say that. Uh, so you, because it's it's not once again it's not a one size fits all thing, and it it may not make sense for for someone out there, but it will make sense for somebody else. So there's a lot of variables that come into play. Don't be don't be scared of the market right now. It, it's just it is what it is. Uh, we can we can help them. We can help guide them, and we can help figure out you know what makes the most sense and just go from there. That's it. But don't be fearful. Sounds good. That's it. We're done. (laughs) Boom.